Hi, everyone. Hey, happy Sunday. Like always, happy I am Father's your host. Day. <laughs> like always, I am your host, Melissa. And always joining me is my bestie, Heather, as we bring you everything Dave Matthews on our show, the number 41 podcast. And we got a really good show for you guys tonight. I'm really excited about this. So tonight's episode is called Where Are You Going? So it's definitely fun stuff ahead. So dig right in with us. And Heather, would you like to go ahead and take it off? Yeah, thanks, Melissa. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers are out there. I know. Um, I hope you're all having wonderful, wonderful barbecues because we know that's what Father's Day is. Mothers go out to dinner so they don't have to cook anything. Father's Day, we always barbecue. Um, but Thank you all for joining us here on Father's Day with the 41 show with Melissa and Heather. Um, if you all noticed, we posted last week that we actually forgot something <laughs> during our podcast last week. We were so excited. I was so excited about Bristow um, that we kind of forgot about Blossom. <laughs> I think we were just having... We were having too much fun last week with our, our set list openers and closers, and I think we just completely skipped over Blossom. So it happens, but, you know, here we are. Here we are. We're bringing it back to you. We're going backwards in time, and we're going back to Blossom. So Blossom um, set list. Thank you to DMB Society for your DMB times. I love how you break this down. Melissa and I um, wanted to share this for everyone to see because... Um, you really broke it down for us. This is a live broadcast on Sirius XM's DMV radio, as all of the Friday night shows are. Um, this was June 10th. We're taking it back in time. Um, 215th time opening, One Sweet World. That, yeah. to me, is like, you know, people were complaining about um, That Girl Is You being a repeat, um, which we'll talk about that in Mansfield, between Bristow and Mansfield. But 215 times One Sweet World is an opener, like, that's a repeat. <laughs> that's a definite repeat. And I think I said this last week uh, when we were talking about openers, least favorite. Don't get me wrong. Love One Sweet World. But it's an easy call. Like, you can easily call One Sweet World as an opener, especially 215. 15 or 18? Uh, 15. 215, yeah. Right. You can easily call yeah. One Sweet World opener. It's like, I would like to see it mid-set sometimes, you know, or even the third song in. But, yeah, you know, uh, it, like I said, it, that's why it's one of those least favorite openers for me. Yeah. And so Stay was a 2022 tour debut, um, which I, like, we talked about, again, we talked about this last week. I love Stay as a closer, whether it's a closer or um, the encore, I love stay. It makes me want to stay. <laughs> right. And it just, but it always will make me miss hearing the lovely ladies in the song stay. But thank you to Buddy, who has some magical voice <laughs> deep within. I think he swallowed the lovely ladies. I think that's what it is. I think he ate them, <laughs> swallowed them, and then they're stuck in him somehow. <laughs> that's Dude, my he has theory. the voice of an angel. Like, seriously, literally, his voice literally. is phenomenal. It really brings that, like, it's got that, like, falsetto sound to it. It really brings that, you know, all the other, you know, Dave and, and Carter, especially, like, they have those deeper voices. So um, he really brings something truly amazing, I think. Um, 
Rye Whiskey was opener for for the the encore, and mm-hmm. most played album on this was um, Under the Table and Dreaming. Thank you, Andy. We agree. Buddy is amazing. Oh. I love Buddy. Um, he, I think he's a wonderful addition. So, so hey, so Andy, gonna, thanks for joining us. Now we're gonna go back in time. We're gonna go from back in time to um, forward in time here. Um, that was just because we forgot about Blossom last week. We were so excited about Bristow. Yes. <laughs> but we are going to move into the family that Dave's together, stays together. I am coining this phrase. I said it last time. Um, you all got to meet my wonderful Uncle Jim. But unfortunately, my family did have a death in the family. Um, we were planning for my um, Jadu's funeral. Jadu is uh, Lebanese for grandfather. My family is from uh, Lebanon. My great-grandparents were from Beirut. Um but I still wanted to kind of touch base a little bit on this again, because you didn't get to meet my whole family. And I know I talk about them a lot because we do a lot of Dave shows together. Um, so I, I really wanted to give you guys the chance to meet my family last week, but unfortunately that didn't work out. You are going to meet them later in the year when we get to Denver. Um, that's where my brother lives. We're going to have a surprise um, with him and we'll also see them at the Gorge because our family vacation this year is at the Gorge. I am super stoked for that. So this is my brother, Chris. Um, For those of you that are tuning in that didn't catch the show previously, I was adopted at birth. And Chris and I, well, I found my birth family in 2016, but Chris and I bonded because at that point he had about 45 Dave shows. I had, um, I think it was about three at that point. Um, So we bonded. Um, He taught me that you can go to more than one Dave show. And this was my first time in the pit. He got me tickets to to Bristow in 2016. And that was our first concert together. Um, And it may have been, you know, we may have been at other concerts together and not even known it. We've been trying to look back and figure that out. But, um, you know, until this point, I didn't know him. That year, we also um, got my mom and took her to the gorge. We did a road trip from Sacramento up to the gorge um and had our first experience at the gorge this is my brother's second my mom and i's first um so i got to add a lot of shows in 2016 um i wanted to be able to spend time with my brother and this is our constitution hall um we were able to see dave and tim um for the the uh dark constitution performance in 2016. Um, 2017, as we all know, Dave and Tim were performing, not the full band, but my brother and I decided to go see Crystal Garden um, with Boyd Tinsley that year. So um, every time we go to a show, obviously we have to take a selfie and send it to my mom if she's not there. (laughs) (laughs) And 2018, we even did Bristow during the monsoon. Um, And this was the year, of course, that the Caps took the Stanley Cup. So we had to represent um, but this is the uh, shortened show that we were able to to experience in 2018. Um, 2019, I only did one show because we I was moving across country to San Antonio. So unfortunately, um, our shows scheduled that year did not um, get together. But we made up for it in Denver of 2021 when we brought my whole family, um, including my mom, her grandchildren. And I even convinced my boyfriend to do his very first Dave show. Um, or as you all know, we all go, we all find people that go, Dave Matthews still exists. But, and yes, we do. Let me and show of you. Course, <laughs> I mean, you were buying you and your brother pit tickets uh, while I was driving us from Raleigh to Charlotte, literally yes. in the car. <laughs> and you texted your brother and said, I kind of did a thing. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I did a thing and I needed to hop a flight from Denver to Atlanta tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> or what was it, like Tuesday? This is how you know uh, the family that Dave's together stays together. Clearly, I was witness to it. Like, as I was driving, she's like, I just bought me and my brother pit tickets and I haven't even told them yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we get the whole family involved. It's not, not just me and my brother, it's cousins. The kids, the grandkids, um, we all enjoy going. You met Uncle Jim last week. This is um, Uncle Jim, Uncle and, my Jim. and my mom. Um, they were hanging out with us in Bristow. And um, my brother and I were, were in the pit. So it was a good, good time as it always is with family and with Dave. So um, that's just a I know, little bit. I, I hope I can to- meet your brother. <laughs> no, I can't wait. I hope I, I can I, meet I your brother to- one day, you know? I wanted everybody to see, you know, who I've been talking about and, and how we, you know, do all these Dave shows together. So thank you for that. for that. But next we are going to go into night zero. <laughs> what is it? What is everybody it? Always <laughs> me, everybody always asks me, what, what is, is night zero? <laughs> it is so, the pregame of a Dave weekend. Literally. It is the, Meetup before the meetup. It is the fun, fun night before uh, lots of music and fun takes place Yeah, on a so two-nighter I've show. Been, I've been able to get into town early occasionally. I highly recommend if you can get a flight in the day before a show. Um, number one, you don't have to risk your flight being canceled and not making the show. Because I have heard that story so many times of I can't get to the show. My flight got canceled or my flight got mm-hmm. pushed back. And now I won't be until late and I'm not going to come. Come in the night before and, you know, join the groups that are um, sometimes they're city based or venue based. You can find them on Facebook. Sometimes it's through other organizations. Um, Tailgate Caravan is really good about featuring those parties and the things that are going on. They mm-hmm. give you, a, you know. Um, Christine does a travel blog, so she has a lot of great information about parking and the venue itself and, and where to stay and, and night zero. So night zero is phenomenal. Night zero, you might actually see Dave because this is night zero at MSG. And as you can see, Dave visited us. He makes an appearance. (laughs) Always does. Always does. And, you know, we had a wonderful time. Even Tiger Bunny. Tiger Bunny was making an appearance with us at Night Zero. As you can see, we had a rooftop uh, bar. It was an amazing view of the city. And it was uh, so much fun to get to meet everybody. And, um, you know, Tiger Bunny had a little too much fun that night. But um, it's, always, <laughs> it's always a good time with Tiger Bunny. <laughs> it's that and it's the collection of the bracelets we get to. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And the swag comes in. Um, if you're lucky, you know, there might be a chance to to get a kiss with Dave. Um, so you're saying there's a chance of it? <laughs> there's always a chance. Yes. Always a chance. So nice to know. <laughs> this year in Austin, this is me and Jeremy. We are the ants. Um, this is unfortunately the only picture I got at night zero because I did actually um, end up leaving a little bit earlier. Um, thank you, Andy. Yes. Colorado is always a good night zero. I've heard that um, Austin Williamson and the storytellers are going to be playing with for us this year. Yeah, um, so very excited. excited. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. I will be in Denver this year for sure. Um, I don't want to miss it. Definitely. Um, thank you, Tuffy. Take these chances. <laughs> yes. <laughs> take these chances. Do night zero. They are so much fun. I've met so many people doing night zero. Um, but 
So in Austin, I actually, so I left night zero a little early. Um, we had some friends that were staying in a different part of the city that we wanted to go and catch up with. Um, and I got extremely lucky because the part of the city that they were staying in is um, where the private party was going on. So Dave put on a private concert on uh, night yes. zero. Um, and you FaceTime me. You FaceTime <laughs> me for that too. And I was so excited. I was like, wait a minute. How did I not know about this private show? <laughs> right, I know. So nobody ever knows about the private shows unless you're involved in the companies. But we actually just happened to be walking by. Our friend's apartment was like off to the right of this picture. Um, not apartment, but hotel. They were staying off to the right, which was a different part of the city than a lot of people were in. And we happened to see this stage set up. And we saw, um, we were like, huh, that looks really familiar. And then we <laughs> saw the DMV on the gear boxes. And mm -hmm. I mean, look at this beautiful backdop. That is the Austin City skyline. Really we cool. actually, we were on a parking garage. We found a parking garage that when I zoomed in on my iPhone 13, I had a perfect view. And obviously, you know, it, it was a, a cool show. So that was exciting. Um, and then Night Zero off, uh, Night Zero Houston. So this was Night Zero in Houston. Um, this is a great place to, Night Zero is always a great place to exchange swag. Um, a lot of people will bring in like 3D printed things, um, you know, stickers, um, those ant <laughs> headbands. I got that at a Night Zero. Um, but everybody just kind of comes together on Night Zero, decompresses from their travels, wherever they were. And you get to meet a lot of great fam. Um, in Houston, I actually brought my dog. This is Loki. So we had a, a dog friendly area. So brought him in. <laughs> And Loki even walked away with some swag. He got himself a fire dancer for his so, so he was super excited to catch some swag. And lastly, uh, you know, I did Night Zero in Bristow. And sometimes Night Zeros have live music. Um, this was an awesome show with a lot of great people. We all ended up dancing in the lawn at the winery in Bristow, um, giving out merit badges, buttons, um, stickers. And that's um, our good friend people. Rob, right? Is that no, this Rob? Is, um, no, this oh. isn't Rob. Rob does a lot of them, but um, this one, oh my gosh, I want to say, oh, before these crowded streets, maybe I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> one of the tribute bands out there, I one get the, it. Yeah, get one it. of the great tribute bands that are out there. So, um, so that's you know our it's... our night zero story. Don't miss a night zero. They're so much fun. You're getting in I'm... early. You don't have to worry about your your flight being canceled or your travel plans getting canceled That's the day true. of the show. You're getting to meet all of the fam and hang out. You're getting swag. You're hopefully getting a live band, maybe some wine at the winery. It's just always <laughs> Right. I know. Me and Tuffy are heading up to SPAC like Thursday afternoon-ish. I'm really praying that we can get up there to catch, you know, Rob Messina for Night Out at, oh, at nice. Harvey's. So, oh, awesome. yeah, right. I, and, and speaking of Rob Messina, I plan, I mean, we both plan to have him play a little bit for us on the show at some point as well. So stay tuned for that, people. Yeah, like yeah. I can't mm -hmm. wait. That's going to be awesome. Tuffy says she hopes so. <laughs> Hopefully you guys get up there with a good amount of time. I know traffic is awful. The year that I went to SPAC, um, I was volunteering and it was, it was, a hard drive. It was like seven hours to get up there because I got stuck in tra stuck in traffic. It was so annoying. So um, let's talk about this past week shows. So Mansfield. 
And this was, again, a Friday night show. So as we know, Friday night shows are always featured on Sirius XM as a live broadcast, and they'll be repeated as well. Um, mm -hmm. So Mansfield, June 17th. That girl is you. I'm convinced that the band was listening or like somebody was listening and was like, oh, she loves that girl is you as an opener. So, of course, we got a repeat from Bristow to Mansfield. <laughs> the 30th time opening a show, though. I mean, you know, it hasn't even been out. What was it? Like 2018 it came out. So, you know, hasn't been Correct. out that long. But I think it makes a great opener. Correct. I do, too. I love That Girl Is You. It's funny. It was one of those songs that I did not like on the album. I didn't like it at all until I heard it live. Completely different, different, you know, feeling on it. It is just a fun, fun song, especially when they got to play it with the uh, jazz uh, band, uh, Preservation Hall jazz band. Oh, so good. Yeah. So, so, so good. So, yeah, it's definitely a favorite of mine. Yeah, I agree. And I agree with Andy. Exactly. Uh, funny how time slips away. Like, that was the tour debut, drive in, drive out with it. But funny how time slips away in the Did not see that coming at all. Right. No. Nope. No. Didn't call that one. It's <laughs> um, a great song, too. Yeah. And You Might Die Trying. It's only the third encore performance since 2018. So, I mean, I didn't see that one coming for sure. I, I That was definitely a very different um encore it's not something i would have never called either of those right there so my computer's telling me to restart oh no <laughs> all right keep break. going <laughs> ignore ignore <laughs> if i disappear so, for five minutes people i'll be right back i promise <laughs> <laughs> thanks again to dmb society publications for dmb times you can find them on facebook that is where i borrowed this lovely infograph that they make um, as one of my friends on Facebook said, if you do not have an iPhone with the DMB hub, the DMB society is the place to go for your info. You're going to love to keep these little things or these little infographs around. I know I love them. Um, I know. This is great that you found this. I love it. And it's cool. It gives you all the details, breaks everything down. I love it. Yeah, for sure. So then we have Hartford, Hartford, Hartford. I'm from Hartford County, Maryland. So I always say Hartford. It's Hartford and everybody always calls Hartford County, Maryland, Hartford. Um, but this was a, this was a good set list. I have to say, I'm shocked that they did not bring this out for the Friday night show because I thought this one was fire. I, I exactly. Mean, this was just amazing. See Hartford now here, this fire <laughs> right so now, this show, the one sweet world opener made sense with the set list. It, it went along with it. As your typical from Blossom, One Sweet World opener was more of like, uh, all right, again. But this made perfect sense. Oh, hey, Andrew. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Andrew. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day again to all of those yes, fathers out there. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Um, this was a good one. So um, Break Free and Say Goodbye most recently performed in 2006. So that, I mean, I know we've already seen it as, you know, a liberation this tour, but the, for those people that live in Hartford, right. Hartford that are only going there, I mean, you know, I know they had to be happy to see that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This might be one of those dream set lists that I haven't seen in a long time. It's, it's a good one. Break free. Oh, yeah. Say goodbye. I mean, steady, steady as we go. As we go. The stone, finally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yep. The stone finally, we finally got our stone. Yes. Yes, definitely. I agree. I agree. And the stone, the tour debut, I mean, three tour debuts, that alone is, is huge. Um, and a closer with Ants Marching. I've always said Ants Marching is one of my favorite closers. So, right. I like that one a lot. Um, <laughs> Andy Mendoza says two words, the stone. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, Perfect. For sure. Exactly. And I agree. The Andy. best one yet, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I, I do agree. I, I loved Bristow though. I'm still flying high on Bristow, but this one was fire and, and it was a really, really good one. I loved it. Right. I agree. So now we're going to go into our venue exploration. Where are you going? The name of our, our podcast episode today. Um, so we're going to dig into some venues a little bit more than we normally do even. Um, you know, I was actually supposed to be coming at you from Pittsburgh. Some of my plans have changed. So I'm still coming at you from Maryland, which is my home. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm not going to be featuring Bristow like I mentioned last time, but we are. We did still want to to feature some venues this week with you guys. So, so where I'm going next actually is Toronto. I'm going to be earning my Toronto merit badge. Shout out to Mark Wells. He creates these merit badges every year. I love giving them out. They're the swag that I choose. I've got about 25 of these to give away in um, Toronto. So if you see me, uh, I'm always wearing a purple flower headband that lights up mm. and um, I will definitely be there passing these out to some of our awesome fam um, to show the love. And Melissa, where are you going next? <laughs> I'm going to spec. My shows will finally start in uh, a whopping, I believe, 18 days. Saratoga Springs. I'm very excited to start off my summer shows uh, doing a fun-filled SPAC weekend. I'm actually going up Thursday this year, so Thursday to Sunday. Very excited. This is my second year doing SPAC, and it's the second year in a row doing it, and it's just I fell in love with it so much last year that I had to make it my mandatory stop on tour. It was just, there's something magical about SPAC weekend. Magical! Can we mm -hmm. just talk about how magical this picture is from last year at SPAC? Yep. I, <laughs> I, I took this shot. We were walking around in the, obviously, the, the lot. And somebody made that fire dancer in the back of their truck. And just that rainbow behind it was just incredible. I was like, this is picture perfect. Yeah, I Max, love this your picture. Bucket. It's magical. Yeah. It's truly magical. As soon as you said magical, I was like, whoop, yep, this yes. picture needs to go up. Andy, do it. I tell you, it was a bucket list for many, many years for me. You have to just do it. Yeah. Just come. That is the, the equivalent on the East Coast to the Gorge on the West Coast, in it, my opinion. It's, yeah. not, it's not a long weekend. It's not a holiday weekend. But um, that venue is just absolutely gorgeous. Please do yourself a favor and get to SPAC. Even mm -hmm. if you can't go for Dave, just get this back. It's so gorgeous. Um, mm -hmm. We actually, uh, I went up in 2017. And um, so this is me in 2017. This is um, <laughs> with the head count, you know, walking around with Dave. I was actually volunteering with Reverb just to get in the door. But um, the SPAC venue itself, I mean, here's the lawn, the view from the lawn. There is a, there is a deck. I think it's called like the Sky Deck or... It's a, um, well, a balcony or this terrace, yeah. sky terrace, something. Yeah. Sky terrace. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. So um, the venue itself is really awesome. Um, this is from the lawn. The lawn can get a little crowded and a little crazy. 
Um, but it is always a great time. I actually, in 2017, was sitting right next to Fenton on this soundboard. Oh, um, look at you. How fancy. <laughs> so this was really cool. And I got to see Dave's son that year actually hung out with Fenton. So it was really cool to, to watch from there. But, um, you know, tailgating, this is us tailgating in Saratoga, right outside the venue. Um, you know, it, it's always a great time when you're tailgating. You know, these are, mm -hmm. this is Melissa when she was hanging out last year. <laughs> um, again, Dave shows up in SPAC, you know, Dave sure does the fans all the time it's always a good time melissa um you on the lawn last year so yep you know and my bestie rachel yes get get to spec it is a great venue and i think it really is it. what i what i love about it the most was because it's in the middle of the forest it's mm -hmm. a really cool thing like you have to walk over this bridge to get inside and it's just really cool it's like once you're in there you're like you're taken to a whole nother world literally like you're in it's a magical it literally is andy said he was going to go this year <laughs> oh, the gorge again i don't blame you the gorge is magical too i mean mm. this is a different type of magical it's in a park so there's a lot of really cool things a lot of people go like biking and canoeing there's a lot of like outdoor stuff to do there's a lot of great pavilions i know the tailgate caravan always sets up not always but they tend to set up in one of the pavilions in the park mm -hmm. and do their their fundraising there and um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful spot to be up in, up. Uh, they say they're not upstate New York, but they are pretty much upstate New York. In my I opinion. mean, we're up there. <laughs> it's like all, all right by like Albany. We're up there. Right. And it's, yeah. and of course, like Saratoga is famous for the horse racing too. So you got the horse race track up there as well. And everything, even downtown Saratoga is fun. I, I mean, when I was up there last year, we explored downtown, walked around, just walked in and out of the sh little shops and stuff. And it's such a friendly Dave Matthews weekend that they have Dave playing in the stores. Like that's when, you know, you're, you're in Dave weekend town. Like it's very fun. The food, everything there is just incredible. And it's, it's an enjoyable, fun experience trip. So and it's I'm looking for it is. And I'm looking forward to my trip again. And this time I'm bringing Tuffy. Tuffy's road tripping up with me. I'm very excited. So awesome. <laughs> you guys are going to have an amazing time for sure. Yes. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. So um, since I'm here in my home um, where I grew up, I wanted to feature instead of venue that I always considered one of my home venues. Now, Bristow, you know, was also a home venue, but the traffic to get down to Bristow was so bad all the time. I hated, um, I hated that drive. And even though technically without the traffic, I could get there in the same amount of time, I would also consider Camden to be my home um, venue because I have been going there for as long as I can remember. Um, right. I don't even know what it's called anymore. It's called Camden because- it's literally, it's so it's funny. So. I mean, Camden literally started out as the E Center, the Sony yes. uh, Sony Entertainment Center. Yes. Always called the E Center. Then the Tweeter. Then the Tweeter Center. Then it was Tweeter for the longest time. Yes. And then it That's switched the one over. Then it switched over to Susquehanna Bank Center. Which was annoying to say. So Correct. then it became Camden. After it was Tweeter, it always became Camden. It was, right. After it's Susquehanna, then it was BB&T Pavilion. Yeah. And then... Within literally four months of each other this year, it changed. It was going to be, it was called 
the waterfront music pavilion and then it just changed names again within a four-month period i'm freedom. like is it like freedom now or something it's freedom like freedom mortgage. credit you i don't know freedom it's mortgage. camden <laughs> it's it literally will forever name. be called camden that's it <laughs> this is it's my camden. home venue uh this is what i've always considered home it's probably a 25 minute drive for me for my house so luckily i get to stay local i don't have to book no hotels nothing so it's i know isn't that always awesome when you're in so great the drive like it's so great better so the one thing i will say that i hate about camden is the pit the pit i mean this is in the pit and we were just like ants crushed together in the pit and Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i I got to the point where I didn't even like, I didn't even want to be in the pit anymore. I felt so claustrophobic and I, you know, I love the pit ever since I've been doing the pit. I always try to do the pit as much as possible mm-hmm. in my experience in 2016, but Camden pit makes me not want to do pit. I would rather be on the lawn and let me yep. tell you why I would rather be on the lawn when a tornado touches down in Philly <laughs> because 2018, <laughs> This is what happened. And we all were dancing in the rain in Camden. And um, we we had a good, good time, even with the tornado touching it, down. Andy it was BB and T. Yes, you're right, yeah. Andy. It was BB and T then. <laughs> it's like it has really bad girlfriends. I guess it breaks up every year and has to change names. I'm not sure, but <laughs> right, right. I know, right. <laughs> Um, but there's some beautiful views when it's not raining. Um, you know, here's Philly across the, across the way. Um, I mean, look at that. These are all shots that I took while I was in the lawn in Camden and, um, they are just, it's a gorgeous, a gorgeous shot of the city. I love the lawn. They have Mm -hmm. the big, you know, they have like the little digital monitors, but then they also have like a big monitor in the middle. And Mm -hmm. even though you're on the lawn, like it's just a lot of shiny happy people holding hands like it's just so much fun (laughs) and you know my personal opinion camden has always had the best tailgates i met this i met these two guys like they were this was the monsoon in 2015 and they were under (laughs) like a golf umbrella and i was like we had like so much food they were sitting there with a golf umbrella like camping chairs and a cooler getting poured on and i was like come eat our food under our tent um because we had our (laughs) chef eric there with us that's um, great. He made us some amazing food. I think we had 16 courses that night. It was insane. I was like, mm-hmm. we have so much food. You can see the red cooler behind him. That's where the guys were set up drinking. And as soon as it started raining, like we called them and in and, and we're like, please eat all our food and drink all our beer and have a good time with us. So um I love <laughs> I love Camden for tailgating. And of course, tailgate caravan. Yep, um, there we are. Yeah. This is, this is tailgate caravan. We brought them in. So this this lot actually was in 2016. I had found it in 2015. It was called Carter's Place. Um, I told the tailgate caravan about it for 2016 because they needed a new spot. And now, um, just so everyone knows, if you have an opportunity, if you know um, anyone that has a parking lot in the area, tailgate caravan. So this venue this lot has now closed down the gentleman that owned it was really old and he did sell the lot um it was such a cool lot this guy was like um he was employing yes, the homeless the cap so, like, fries from the cap fries. yes the cap fries, yes. the cap fries 
but this, so this lot, the reason I love this lot, number one, it's on Carter place. So right. it was just made for us. Number two, um, they employed the homeless. So the people that would come in, watch and clean, there was porta pots, the trash, they would clean all of that up while we were in the venue. So when you came out, the porta pots were perfectly spotless. They encouraged you to relight your grills and to eat because they did not want anybody driving home drunk. They would come around with their, you know, parking lot T-shirts and they would um, just talk to us all. And they were so amazing. This one guy, I, I can, I'll never forget it. He came around with a busted guitar and he was singing and dancing and just having a good time and living his best life. And I think I think it might have been Kevin. I, I don't remember who it was exactly, but somebody ended up finding him a brand new guitar because his guitar had a hole in it. It was like falling apart. Um, oh, I love that. I know, right? It was, that just it was made me such, tear up there. I love that. <laughs> it was such a great experience coming out of that, you know, and it was far enough away that you could actually, in the time it took you to walk, most of the traffic was gone. So Tailgate Caravan is no longer there. They have sold that lot and we cannot use it this year. Um, so if anybody is aware of the Camden, New Jersey area, anywhere that they could um go in uh early and get set up for kev fries or else it may not be the same experience that we're used to in camden um live nation is a little bit stricter about their lots being open so right. we really need to try to help them find a new lot so that they can have yes. the same experience please um, and if anybody wrong. knows anything just reach out to tailgate caravan i need my night to fix at camden so please somebody anybody any connections at all reach out to them help them out they're great people and they do amazing, great stuff for charity as well. Yeah. Um, they, they do an awesome, awesome job. This is, um, their setup so mm -hmm. that you can see kind of, you know, they, I mean, it's a professional setup. They've got raffles going on, um, Kev fries as we yes. mentioned before. Um, this was last year. Was this 29? This was 2019. Yes. Um, I ended up scoring a pit ticket. Thank you, Aria. Um, she was selling a pit ticket in the parking lot to me. Um, you know, it, we had some photographers and um, they featured the tailgate caravan in, in one of the local um, newspapers. So, you know, people just hang out, having a good time and tailgating in this lot. You know, this is this was me and my minivan. Um, yep. you know, There's up my people. It <laughs> <laughs> was always such a good time. So many yes. friends would come out and just have so much fun in this parking lot. So I'm definitely mm -hmm. going to miss that this year. Um, look, we've got, you know, they had a, they had a bartender, they had like sausages and food fries. I mean, the food was amazing. All the Food's money always... that give them, it, yeah. all the proceeds are going to charity, um, feeding the hungry. Um, you know, there's, there's some awesome things. They had a shot girl. Remember the shot ski girl? Yes, we did our shot ski. Barbara wearing her Lederhosen. Yes. Um, so remember the shot ski. So you'll see this. There we are. <laughs> Always remember if you have short people on one end to remember to ensure that they can actually <laughs> take the shot with you. That was so totally funny. screwed Melissa over there. Yes. Um, but you know, Tailgate Caribbean always puts on a good show. They, they bring out the Rob Messina, um, he does a lot of covers during mm -hmm. the, the the tailgate, and and it's always just such a great time. Everybody gets together and has so much fun. And I've even had the pleasure of me meeting Maysoon Zaid. Um, this was in 2018, and I met her again in 2019. So, um, she came out. Uh, she was actually featured on Don't Mess with the Zohan. If you'll remember, 
um, with Dave, she picks up the phone. She's the receptionist. Picks up the phone, la, 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 fuck you. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I love that movie. So, um, and she also does TED Talks. She is a comedian with cerebral palsy, and she does some TED Talks. So look her up, May soon. Zaid, if you haven't seen her, her shows are hysterical. <laughs> like, she's funny, and she's an she's an amazing person. I follow her on Instagram, and her her story is really inspirational too. And she's yeah. funny. She really is funny. She really is. So she she would come and hang out with the tailgate caravan. So that was always fun too. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, at the end of the show, um, in that lot, you know, we always fired up the grill again. If you see coming out of Camden, there's always the weenie fireworks, genie. and there's fireworks. always fireworks going <laughs> on. Yep, always that's, fireworks. That's a Philly <laughs> thing right there. <laughs> that is for sure a Philly thing. But it's always fun to come out of Camden at the end of the night. It's always a great show. And, um, you know, it, we just need to find them a new venue for, for their tailgate because those Kev fries, we're going to miss them so much. I have faith. <laughs> Crossing my fingers. Somebody I mean, I knows know, something right. out there. Somebody tell us where to go. Right. I will unfortunately not be at the show this year, but, um, you know, I'm so bummed about that. <laughs> yeah. But Melissa will, and hopefully you'll still get Kev fries. Um, worst case, if they are unable to find a new lot, they're still going to have a more scaled back experience, but they will right. still have something. So mm -hmm. um, not to fear, you know, Kevin and Christine are, and all of those guys, um, Jennifer and Justin, everybody there, Gary, um, they're amazing at rolling with the, the flow. So, you know, they'll do what they have to do to make whatever they can make happen. But if you know a lot, if you know somebody, um, you know, definitely uh, shoot us a, a message or, or find yes. a tailgate caravan um, and, and let them know. So um, that is, that is it for our, where are you going segment? Um, but now yeah. we're going to, we're going to roll into a new segment that we have here. We've just, we, we mentioned it last. I know Melissa, you're super excited. We mentioned <laughs> it last week that we were going to get this started. Um, we want to start featuring a fan of the week. Yeah. And in this case, actually, for our first week, we actually want to feature two fans of the week. Yep. So we've got Jamie sure and Crete, who are um, the, let's see, I guess co-hosts or what are they called when they're... Jamie's the lead admin. on, right, That she's the lead admin on So Damn Lucky Krug is back. And Crete is uh, her helping hand right there. And two most amazing humans I have the pleasure of knowing. And I actually am getting to stay with Crete at SPAC this year. I'm sharing a hotel with her, so I'm very excited. And yes, and as and they gave us permission, obviously, to feature them this week. And I figured let's let's I mean, you guys are watching us every week so far. You realize we're super fans as well. So we wanted to feature other fans just like myself. And Heather, and show like there are other people like us out there. So, <laughs> you know, aww. Rachel says they are some of my favorite Fav people ever. Yeah. So we asked um, Crete and Jamie to provide us with kind of their bio around the band and how they got involved. And and um, I know Melissa, you're gonna you're gonna speak to what Jamie shared with us, right? Right. I'm just gonna read it from my phone. We can leave their pictures up. That'd be great. Um, yeah. So Jamie sent me her Dave bio and I'm speaking from her. 
My high school English teacher, Mr. Mark Myers, was playing satellite on his guitar as we walked into class on the first day of my junior year of English class. That was my first exposure to Dave Matthews Band. It was 1995. My senior year of high school, my friend Richard loaned me his Under the Table and Dreaming CD, and he never got it back. <laughs> I attended my first show in Chicago in 1999 with my friend Shannon Fig. I was pregnant with my daughter, Ashley. Since then, I've been to at least 74 shows, says DMB Hub, but who's really counting? And she also says, why do I love this band so much? Of course, I love the music, the complex sounds, rhythm, and interesting blends of rock, bluegrass, and funkiness are intriguing. I fell in love with the quirkiness of Dave's stage presence, but the lyrics speak to my soul. Dave is a wizard of words. I am a lyric nut. I love reading and poetry and do a little writing myself. And I love the way Dave uses words. I am intrigued with the way the music flows into feelings and the sounds. I remember when I first heard Dreaming Tree, I heard the wind blowing through the leaves in the intro through the guitar licks. And it was just so magical to me that music could be written that way. Only DMB songs do that to all of my senses. Literally, Dave evokes a dopamine response. Dave, you get me high. The history of So Damn Lucky is always another story. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Jamie sent me. And it literally sums it up. And I, I, I'm right there with her. Like the lyrics literally lift my soul. F yeah, song. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. And Jamie, so Jamie's on the left. Crete is on the right in all of these pictures. And, and for Crete, um, she says that she fell in love with Dave's music in 1995 when she heard Satellite on the radio. <laughs> so her, her and Jamie, it's kismet, I'm telling you. Exactly. Um, she said, I was hooked. This was my band. After that, I bought every album and bonus track I could find. And I listened obsessively from there on out. And I still do. My wedding song in 2000 was Steady As We Go. I was always trying to share Dave with everyone else throughout my life, but most people weren't interested. I think we all feel that one. So I never had any Dave friends to speak of, and my relationship to Dave and his music were very personal because it was all internal. But that was just fine with me because I loved him and his music, and I didn't care about what others thought about me loving him. I just fell deeper into his music. It all made perfect sense to me. And it all makes perfect sense to all of us. Like, Despite loving them so, so, so much, I never saw them live until 2011. Mostly because we were raising our young children and money is always tight with, with children. But I have since made up for it. Bristow was my 51st show. When I finally decided to go on Facebook in 2017 is when everything really changed and exploded for me in the best way possible. I immediately fell in love with this band and um, sorry, I lost my place. I fell in love <laughs> and fell into the online DMV family. It was magical. I never imagined that loving this band could get any better yet. Facebook enlightened me to the DMV community as someone who has been kind of a loner due to a traumatic childhood and not ever really knowing where I belonged. I was blown away by the kindness and generosity and fellowship that this group brings into people's lives. Everyone in the online community immediately welcomed me in and they all called me family. 
It made my heart so full and it still does. I am regularly blown away by this amazing DMV community. In fact, every day I see love and kindness throughout the online family that is truly humbling, which is just one more reason to love the band, the fellowship that it inspires. Within about six months of being on Facebook, I stumbled across this beautiful little group, So Damn Lucky Crew, and I found my soul sister, Jamie. We connected and bonded pretty quickly, both of us sharing a difficult upbringing, a desire to rise above our challenges, and a deep desire to help others through kindness, if kindness is your king. After about six months of building our friendship, she decided to invite me to admin in the So Damn Lucky crew, which was 2018. And since then, my life has been so full of unexpected blessings and friendships and truly magical experiences more than I could ever have imagined. DMB and the So Damn Lucky crew have changed my life for the better and continues to do so every day. I am forever grateful and humbled by this position Jamie has invited me into, and I treasure my friendship with her like I treasure the beautiful night sky. My hope is that we can help people to feel loved and special, all the while lifting each other up, leaning on each other, and spreading the message of love through Dave and our community. It's an honor to be here now doing this with all of you beautiful people and the So Damn Lucky crew. So Rachel um, says, these are some of my favorite people ever. Yep. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. That's why I'm like honored to be staying with Create She because I was going to be stuck with a hotel when I planned SPAC for this year. I booked early, booked a couple weekends just to be safe, you know, before tour was announced. And people I was going to go with backed out and I was going to get stuck with like almost a $700 hotel by myself. So I was mm -hmm. posting groups a couple months ago and saying anybody need a place to crash, you know, just to help cost. Crete sent me a private message and said, if you have free cancellation, you could stay with me. And I'm like, I'm, I love you. I'm canceling right now. <laughs> so she's, she's helping me and we are paying it forward as well. And Tuffy is going to be staying with us. And awesome. The SPAC <laughs> is always an awesome time. So exactly. the reason we chose to feature Jamie and Crete as our fans of the week is because we also wanted to feature in our segment, If You Give, You Begin to Live, the So Damn Lucky Crew Gives Back. Check them out on Facebook, So Damn Lucky Crew Gives Back. Um, they do some amazing things. They're currently partnering with the Matt Wadley uh, Love Foundation. We've right. got some information on our page on how As to get We have the love signs. Sign. Yep. <laughs> always the, repping. So, always so those repping. Ones, those ones are sold out, but they do have the regular ones because I, I actually lost mine. So I asked um, Jess Wadley about them and, and they're trying to figure out how to get some new ones. But um, check out our page. You can figure out how to, to have some of those signs. Um, so Damn Lucky Crew is awesome. Tons of great charity supported. Yes, Andy, yes. They, they are amazing. And that is why we chose to feature them this week in our yes. So Damn Lucky Crew Gives Back. So first off, we, we do want to talk about um, some of the, the things that they do. Um, so 2021, they've been around since 2016. But in 2021, by August 23rd of 2021, they had already raised $8,875. And this is not their final total for the year of 2021. Right. So round of applause, you guys. This and I have to phenomenal. I have to say something personally about So Damn Lucky Crew. I was in a tough bind uh, before and reached out privately and they helped me out privately. So and to make sure I could get by. And they are, like I said, they are just 
the kindest people you could ever yeah. imagine yeah. in your and life. Everything that they do is is for someone else. The Conservancy, the Bama Works, Foster Family Alliance of North Carolina, Benchmark of Indiana, Franklin Community Center, Feeding America. These are all great nonprofits that they are providing to um and this year for 2022 some of their totals um 435 already raised for the world central kitchen um Incredible. head over to the so damn lucky crew gives back and and please donate um also uh nami one of our favorites uh yes. 215 raised for nami and 220 dollars raised for the bama works fund already in 2022 and four season just started we've got i mean we're right in june we've got so much more to do um right. just to give you an example um, this is one of the current auctions that is going on. It ends June 22nd. Um, a few more are, days to get in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these are some of the items that they feature um, that are donated to them. Some Blindham Vineyard stuff, mm -hmm. um, some of the Color Your Own posters, some of the um, stickers and patches and the bandana, live tracks. I mean, um, I donated the poster from the Woodlands um, and, you know, some of the people actually donate things that they make. So, you know, some of those people in like the Inspired Creations group, you'll see some of the items that they make too, as well, mm -hmm. being featured. Um, and you just comment to bid on these items. A hundred percent of the profits from these go towards charitable causes that those causes that we just mentioned. So right. um, please get go check out So Damn Lucky Crew. Um, yes. So Damn Lucky Crew gives back on Facebook. Yes. And I, I know I haven't donated anything to So Damn Lucky Crew. I did donate to Tailgate Caravan. I end up, you know, as I'll get into that story in another episode, but I stood in line for a private book signing for Dave uh, and end up donating my autographed copy to the Tailgate Caravan and they raffled that off. But we'll, we'll jump into that another week as we talk about our obsessiveness on Dave. <laughs> So check them out, everybody. So Damn Lucky Crew gives back. A lot of great auctions going on over there right now. A lot of great things that you can donate your money to. Um, donate some extra swag that you have or that you've made to help them um, with their fundraisers. So 2016 is when they got started. And I remember um, in 2016, my brother and I, our story that I mentioned earlier, we were actually featured in a book that they were putting together throughout the tour. Yes. And uh, they presented it at the Gorge to the band. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, you know, pictures and stories of the fans and how this band has brought them together and how it has affected them. And and I think 2017, no, 2017, they didn't tour. So 2018, I think they put together something where everybody was signing something, um, maybe a blanket or a quilt. Everybody was signing. So um, a lot of times they'll do things like that where they, mm -hmm. they, they, they pair up. I know um, they paired up with Tailgate Caravan and they had some of their books for people to sign at the tailgate. Um, so they'll pair up with some of the other fan-inspired nonprofits and um, create something to give back to the band. And they always hand it to them. Um, well, normally the Gorge was the end of the tour, but now... Hollywood Bowl will be this year, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's definitely a, a great organization to, um, to get involved with. And Shannon Vick says that the band did look at it. So, so that's really cool. Um, Shannon! Rob, Rob verified that. Shannon, yes. thanks for sharing that. I was always wondering if they did. I think that there were a lot of great stories in that book. I loved mm -hmm. reading it. I loved being I featured I think it. I'm in there too. I'm pretty sure I got in that book as well. I'll have to, you know, 
double check on that. But an I, album for I, the band. I think that was one too. Yeah. It was an album for the band. Yes. Yep. I think you're correct on that, yep. Andy. Yep. Yeah. So they, they do a lot of great things. Um, so they really do. Get back, please, please head over to Facebook, check them out, bid on some of the options, donate some items if you have them. Yeah. Um, so I think we've come to the end. I think so. Well, another I great mean, show, final thoughts. Um, I just love talking about this band. I really do. Like, it brings I love me talking joy. about this band and everybody that's like, involved family, around Family, friends, the people exactly. around them, the the awesome bands that they've brought up. Um, you know, Jazz Hall Preservation Band. I, oh. I honest to God, I didn't know who they were. Um, maybe when I went to New Orleans, I would have figured out who they were, but or, I hadn't been yet. Or Dumpsta Funk. <laughs> Dumpsta Funk. Yes. Everybody yes. Funk. Can we talk um, about that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I love Still Dumpsta my Funk. favorite, favorite Jimmy thing of all time live yes, was Madison. It was so good. It was MSG Night 2. But besides the point. <laughs> it was so good. And Lake Street Dive was 2016 at the Gorge. Yes. And mm -hmm. I love um, I love seeing them. They're actually, I think they're doing their own Gorge this year. So yes. congratulations to you guys. I love I mean, I, I love, love band, like street dive. Yes. I love that the band pulls other people up with them yes. and it's, yes. you know, either other bands, um, nonprofits with headcount reverb. Um, and you know, I love that the band gets the fans involved too. And we have these organizations like the tailgate caravan and so damn lucky crew. Um, it, it's just so much fun to, to have these experiences with, with everybody. Uh, ready for the freaking creek end. <laughs> so um, we we are definitely ready for the freaking creek end. I'm ready for Toronto. I'm going to be in yes. Toronto. So I, I will definitely next week. Um, Rachel is asking what's on deck for next week. We are going to be talking about Toronto for sure. Definitely. Um, I will be coming to you from Pittsburgh. So I finally feature the Pittsburgh venues in that area. Um, Gray Street, Rachel gave us an awesome idea about Gray Street. So we're going to be talking about Gray Street a little bit next week. Yes. Because um, I definitely want to <laughs> jump into how he just decided to throw the third verse back in there about yes. damn time. Yes. <laughs> and then with the so much side pony. Side pony, yes. Because I rock a side pony. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. That was so yes. great. Love you guys. Love you. I love you too. Yes. Um, thank you all for joining us. We really, really appreciate you joining and engaging with us. We have such a great time doing this. Yeah. Um, and we can't wait to to see you all next time. Until then, then. Yep. And then again, just give us a like on Facebook. Follow the UPN Network, Facebook, Instagram, uh, not Instagram, YouTube, uh, you know, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> uh, we're all over the place. Go follow us uh, for more show updates and anything related. And uh, we will see you next week. And eat, drink, be merry. And I be hope merry. everybody has a great week ahead. Love you guys so much. Bye. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye.